from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Yay! He's back. It is true. It is no lie. Braden Gunn. Jonathan Swindle and Bill George. He gave us a uh, one weekend and one weekend only. Because next weekend he'll be gone again. So uh, it'll, he'll be out uh, messing around doing whatever it is. Uh, I think up in Pennsylvania. Is well, that where you're going? I am going to Pennsylvania. My buddy just sent me a text. He's now limited out in West Virginia. He's gotten two. He actually made a return trip to Florida the turkeys gave him a hard time at the beginning of the season, and he had to leave. Dad was had some health issues, went up to, back up to West Virginia, turned around, then decided he was going to go hunt somewhere else. Dad was doing a little better, came back to Florida since he already had his hunting license, and he came close. I put him on a bird in Green Swamp West. He was right there, had the bird at 70 yards, never did get the look at him. And he was close. He was close to pulling the trigger. And then on the last day of hunting Green Swamp, he turned around and was on a bird uh, there that was acting right. See, and I love the people you hunt with for that reason because there's people I've talked to this year who have had the whole – they've gone to the 410s and all the other stuff because they're trying to get the bird. No, I'm still the three-and-a-half-inch. If he sticks his head up at 50, 60 yards – did but game on but did <laughs> game on buddy. but did they turn around and they're looking why do you shoot a bow and not a 300 win mag well but see now that's is a, it just to get another season or are you for more of a challenge yes and yes okay so both but have you ever hunted with, me, with the bow? With me, you can't ask season? me that question because I get into this argument with a lot of bow hunters a lot of the time. I'm not that guy who's going to go to Illinois or Pennsylvania or anywhere like that, and a buck walks out on me at 60 yards, and I have a clear shot. Um, carbon is coming your way, brother. Boom. <laughs> Or I mean, Tawang, one of the two. I'm, well, don't don't get me wrong. I, do I want him at twenty yards, ten yards, twenty yards, thirty yards? Yes, but know. do I have the capabilities of taking a shot? Yes. I don't know. Sometimes I uh, I, I think that the closer uh, I don't shoot a bow, so to me, even if I'm out rifle hunting and stuff like that, I I don't like them when they're too close. I've had I've had deer. Uh, I remember there was a doe when I was hunting down near Ona. I had this doe that just would not leave me alone on doe weekend, and she was only about maybe I'm, I'm 10 yards away from me. And I was like, oh, I wanted to shoot her, but I was like, dang, she's just too close. She's just too close. And, you know, too close. And so I let her wander off a little bit, you know, a little bit to get a little better. To me, I'm more comfortable shooting at a certain distance, and it was just for me, it was just too close. Too much fur to be putting in that scope, man. Even at two power. I, you know, I want to be able to see, get it on there, get it where I need to be, you know, because I like the neck shoot and all that stuff. So I got to be a little more precise and make sure, you know, you hit the uh, hit the apple and drop it down. Out of the way, I don't have to do no chasing. Don't have to worry about gut shot. 
a nice clean skin at the end. It's all well, good. I understand the people who are going to the four tens, especially if you're somebody who's lugging a gun up and oh, down yeah. mountains of uh, West Virginia or Pennsylvania. That that four ten is a whole lot lighter and easier to run around the woods. Dang with. right. <laughs> well, it's like the single shots. That Rossi yeah. one they have now. That that one. It's like all plastic with the composite uh, receiver and stuff. That thing lays, weighs probably. Less than a Crossman 760. Well, but you got to figure that too. I mean, too, it is so light, with man. The guns, the guns you're talking about like that, like my three and a half is a Versamax. And there's a little bit of a weight to it, so you, it kind of eats a little bit of the kick. Dude, it's a Like you're saying half, about though. those Rossies and stuff like that and that lightweight stuff, you don't want to shoot it in a three-inch or a three-and-a-half-inch 12-gauge because it'll kick no. the teeth out the back of your head. No, probably. I would not. But a, but a 410 with a... With the turkey choke on the end of that, with that uh, TSS, that's a deadly. That's seventy yards of deadliness right there, man. Seriously, full, full nasty turkey choke. That's why everybody's going to those things instead of taking the beating from a three and a half inch Versamax. Well, dude, if you can get out there with a super light little Rossi or that little well, Savage man and just you know put it on there and kaboom, it's a done deal. Anyway. Uh, this is the last weekend to get her done here within the uh, state of Florida. So, if you don't get a chance to go today, tomorrow is your last day, and then it's it's over. Then it's pig hunting time. Of course, right? Yeah, and so, and you know, I have this these little bit of stint that I'm going to be in Pennsylvania, but I'm going to have a little bit more time to actually dedicate. This is my slowest point of my life right now. The rest of the year, I'm running full out day night weekday weekend it doesn't matter so now (laughs) i I texted my buddy i'm actually getting home before dark i didn't know what to do with myself and he texted well i don't know if that's a benefit to your wife or a detriment oh gosh she's back (laughs) wait 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 for the whole when she walks in the door what are you doing here but but i have gotten the yard tended to i got the yard mowed i got some stuff picked up i you know, we did l- spread three loads, more loads of asphalt, you know, so making things look a little better. You putting asphalt on your food plot? Is that helping out no, somehow or, no, we, or no. just redoing the driveway? Just the driveway to the deer coming into it because they're so heavy of traffic. Oh, is that what it is? No. They're tearing up the no. road? <laughs> 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 Those dang deer, but, man. They're just tracking everywhere through there. Um, you but know, I am going to have to put in. Blue pop back. I wanted to uh, bring up something real quick that we were talking about last hour, just briefly, and I, I made a mental note of it. We never really did get to it, but when you were asking me about my my list on things that I would like to uh, add to my FWC wish list type thing, and we were talking off the air about does, and <clears throat> I know you were being funny about it when you said you know the way the state of florida looks at it says well no we can't do that because there's you know there's no does and if you're shooting does and there's no there's no babies and there's no this that and the other thing there'd be no deer to shoot and all that kind of attitude and uh i i always said it depends on where you're standing because if you talk to any hunter who's ever been out in the woods how many does do you see before you actually ever see a buck, if you get to see a buck at all, on average, if you're sitting out in the woods? You were out turkey hunting, and you had a a, da- a, a doe and a fawn unsexed yet, or I guess you didn't, couldn't determine well, that. Well, right now they wouldn't have antlers, and I they didn't walk on top of me, so I sure. really couldn't check out their gender. But Yeah, but I, I'm just saying <laughs> that 
I think that the vast majority of people, on average, at least see one or two, sometimes multiples. And uh, I don't know how the state of Florida can go back and say that there's just not enough to be able to harvest at any given time. They're not saying you can't harvest. What they're saying is hunters have dictated that they want to see more deer. Well, if you kill the does, you're not going to see the deer. Uh, But but if I see a doe, I'm going to kill a doe. So it, it doesn't matter if I see a deer or not. That way I have... They're saying in particular any type of deer because, you know. That's how in the word the question. Exactly. Now you're getting in more detail. All right. Well, we'll continue it after the break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Good morning on this Wednesday, Saturday morning. I wish Mike would call us back to see if we landed that uh, stingray that Matt caught out there. That'd be nice. Uh, we're out here in the studio broadcasting live. Meet Jonathan and Bill. Bill back in the house until next Saturday. He'll be up in uh, Pennsylvania chasing some more of those dang turkeys up there, man. Jonathan showed me some pictures uh, his buddy just sent to him this morning. Uh, Laura? Is that her name, Laura? Mm-hmm. I don't know where this was shot, and I'd really like to know because she shot one heck of a bruiser of an axis deer this morning, man. He's healthy. Dude, that is a big-bodied boy right there, although it's in velvet. I'd let him pass. I'm just not a fan of of shooting in velvet. Uh, Jonathan sent me the pictures, so I'm going to put them up on our uh, Facebook page in a little while, probably during the next break or so. I'll put them up there, let you take a look at them because that is is a big-bodied boy right there. And my buddy that I just nice one going to be going up to PA to go up and turkey hunt with. He just got his grandson a uh, nice two-year-old gobbler. Was one of three gobblers, three jakes, and five hens that that came in, and uh, they got them this morning nice. at six fifteen a.m. Yeah, but you know what they didn't have? What's that? Biscuits and sausage for breakfast, like we did. Oh, yeah, they maybe did. If I know him, he has uh, some homemade bologna and no. everything else out of venison. That's not. That's, I think they killed about ten deer or something like that's, that. That's not alley uh, pork uh, sausage made by our good <laughs> friends over at Al's Wild Meats. It's not no. the same thing, bro. It's delicious and it's nutritious and it's delicious. Did I say that twice? Al, Allie's pig from Al's. Maybe, maybe twice. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, we are uh, taking a break and we were talking about some stuff before we left and I don't remember what it was. Do you remember what it was? Because once you showed me the axis deer, I totally lost track. Squirrel! <laughs> no, it literally was like, dude, that is, that is a big, big boy. I mean, that's one of those ones that you see like. I don't know. You made another comment about in, uh, adding to uh, Braden's list of demands for Bill at his FWC meeting. Yeah, I got so many I can't. I'm going to start uh, repeating myself. Um, one of them I know that was, uh, I'm with Jonathan on that one, whereas they need to reevaluate the bear hunt regardless of what the politics involved in it is. Because in the world that we live in today, uh, what's scary about it, everything is 
everything is political. It's, I mean, how do you make a, a bear hunt uh, political? I mean, it because, just because it's going to make a certain percentage of constituents unhappy if it happens. Okay. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you say constituents now, but usually you use the but word that I don't like. Stakeholders. Yes. Yes. Don't like that. Well, in 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 the world of politics, there there's constituents, and and when you have people, you look at how narrow the governor race. You know, we almost had Gillum in there. I mean, think about it. I mean, he he went into that race with a lot of, um, let's just say, red flags, and he still almost won. So how how do you turn around and, you know, now I will say that the vast majority of the people that you're going to make mad are never coming to your side anyways, but it's so close that when you deal with the governor race that, I I don't know that, you know. Well, and I always. What you're saying is you don't want to make anybody mad. You don't. You're you're going to make somebody mad. Well, but I always remember. Then I think too. If I remember what Harold Ross and them had the shirt company years ago, hunting is good, and like Harold Ross would always say to me, you got like you're saying the ten percent who are hunters hardcore, you know, are for it. You got the ten percent who are anti, never going to be for anything hunting any harvest anything and you've got the 80 percent sitting right in the middle and it's how you reach that 80 percent is what's going to dictate yeah how things go but well i don't care what it is i mean a goliath grouper political a snapper political no goliath uh, has I mean, some politics to it but there's some challenges in the way we do a stock assessment that will allow for an opening you can't have yeah. an opening that has a valid stock assessment because you've had no take for so long. Well, and I've noticed that with fit, like you're saying, with fish and the stuff on that side of it, it doesn't have the how do you say it the 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 eye appeal of like what you're saying, like a bear hunt does, where they're trying they're it, it's like arguing with people with Africa with the safaris and stuff and the elephant shooting elephants and doing stuff like that. They always look for the worst, I guess, photography that they could put out there for people to see it. With the fish side of it, it's I'm kind of like Bill. I have to agree with Bill is the fact that it's more of a, a numbers game to me that I think that they're playing is what's holding all well, there, that up. There are certain people who were very upset about the possibility of harvesting Goliath because they have names for these Goliath groupers out there. The optics. Yeah, the optics is what I was trying to think of. And, you know, the problem I have is when you have an FWC commissioner said, oh, don't worry, we're not going to allow somebody to come out there and target Joey or whatever his name is, you know. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, Even though Joey's gone in there and pretty much sucked up every crustacean fish and... No, no, they don't eat fish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. They'll eat crabs and crustaceans. Yep, you should yep. know that, you, Jonathan. You listen to the biologist, you know. That, I'm sorry. My, my buddy Chris fish. O'Neill's mule tape videos of him catching them with mule tape. <laughs> you know. Humongous <laughs> circle. And, and, and let me tell you, that's light. like a kid that don't eat, you know, Brussels sprouts. But if that's all that's left and you're hungry, you're eating Brussels yeah. Sooner or later, you're going to eat Brussels sprouts. <laughs> you're going to eat something. You're going to eat it and you're going to love it. I know I, we got the pan fish challenge coming up, and we, we're talking about that a lot. But 
reminder, next weekend is that clay shoot, Trinity Sportsman. Help help out Trinity Sportsman. And uh, that's going to be out there at Fishhawk. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And I, and I, I just and learned today that we'll be out there broadcasting you, live. You so didn't it's all just good. learn today. You I just did. remember. I just, I just, just, I just, just, just learned today that we'll be out there. Do you know that? Did you know that, Diego, that we're going to be out there broadcasting live next weekend? I did know that. You did? Yeah. No, you didn't. You're a liar. Well, I found out today, so I, I didn't know. Yeah, oh, he found out today, just like me. <laughs> We've yeah, talked about it. Good there. save. Yeah, I tell you. I found out today. I'm going to have good. to turn around and get Braden on thing. I'm telling him something. I need a recording, and I'm going to be like I did when I talked about all those people with closures and all the words from the trip from CCA. I'll just play it back on the air. Dink. There it was. Dink. There it was. <laughs> Still doesn't mean I'll remember it. <laughs> Still doesn't mean I'll go. You yeah, got to remember. Me. He says that stuff me. that five minutes later he forgets I'm gonna, about. I'm going to get a like Sharpie and tattoo it to the side of your neck. Yeah, and then I'll be walking around going, so I must have went to a bachelor party or something. I don't remember. I don't know. What is on May the 8th? <laughs> One of the things on there I was going to mention about pythons, but I think that the FWC has pretty much done what they can do, except maybe if they just opened it up to – Anybody who sees one, just kill it that and, was, and let okay. it go. That was what uh, I was thinking about and earlier. Tegus and anything else like that was hand-in-hand hand with my my thing about ringneck doves. Uh, I know that people love to see these, uh, you know, these, uh, these parrots screaming overhead and all that other stuff like that, but... Uh, you know they're they're not supposed to be here. They're a non-native species. What? If you're gonna fight that hard for uh, ringneck doves and uh, lionfish and anything else and tegus, then why aren't you fighting that hard for fire ants? I mean, they're not from here either, and neither are armadillos, and neither are coyotes. But yet, you you know, you don't seem to you know stand up and fight for them. You know, you always seem to call some critter getter. Yes, or they do. We're supposed to live with coyotes, Braden. Yeah, oh yeah, I love the one where they were here before we were. That's always a good line. It's kind of like, well, then if you're going to say that, then what, what, what are you talking about? Everything was here before you were. <laughs> when were you born? 1960 what? 1953? Yeah. 1990 what? Whatever. They, everything was here before you were. So what, what does that have to do with well, anything? Uh, I never could get that. But I wanted to mention the Python thing because i got to tell you this Python story. Well, before you do that. Okay, sure, fine. Before you do that, yeah. just real quick. If you want to go and have a youth to hunt a python, I've talked about this organization in the past. FSCA is going to have a python hunt, for a youth python hunt, and it's it's done in coordination with the FWC's youth program. Uh-huh. Go on to FSCA's website. You, it, they're, they're a great sportsman's organization. Unfortunately, they're more in the South Florida area. But do wonderful, wonderful things. If you want to go hunt a python and have a kid, there's your opportunity. So I'm just throwing that out there. Now, and, now your story. And on that note, if you do take your kid down there, make sure you have an adult with them. And they have every possible way to kill the python in case things get out of hand. Hence the story I'm about to tell you. This, okay. This past week, a woman in Indonesia was swallowed whole by a python as she went out to check on her cornfields this past week. According to the Jakarta Post, the Jakarta Post. The woman's name was Wa Tiba and lived on the Muni Island off of the coast of 
Silawali, Silawalzi, Silawazi, Silawazi. She left her home at night to visit her cornfield about a half a mile from her home. She was worried about wild hogs coming in and destroying her crops. When she didn't return, her sister went out and to find her and found Waz footprints, flashlight, slippers, and machete. The next day, 100 villagers went searching the area, found a 23-foot-long reticulated python with a swollen belly. The villagers killed the snake, cut it open, found Wa inside, mm. totally intact. A similar incident happened last year to a farmer in the nearby village of Sulabayo off the uh, Swa- Sulawazi Island as well. Mm. So if you're going to take your kids out and do some python hunting, so you think, if you think you're having a bad it, day, kill uh, it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and I don't know what species of python was that. Reticulated. Reticulated, reticulated. reticulated python. And that's one of the species they're working hard to try and make sure does not get. The super snake. Well, remember, the reticulated python, there were some that they had found down there that they were worried that were going to breed with the Burmese python and turn into what Jonathan just said, the super snake. Down in the Everglades. Well, but that's like the anacondas. This thing is 23 foot long, man. Yeah. 23 foot long. Picture in your mind your brother-in-law's 25 foot uh, hydro stream or whatever. That's You know, your pool that's 25 feet long. My 30 foot long pool long. that the snake would just about stretch end to end in. Think about that. And they found this woman inside of it totally intact. That means that sucker could unhinge that and swallow a human being. Yeah. So if you don't have an interest in killing pythons, get one. Just a thought. And from what I hear, once the tegus and the uh, iguanas match up, we're going to be surrounded by mini Godzillas all over the state of Florida. Bring it. We already Cap- have them. Now monitors. And alligators. Yeah, guess what? A 12-gauge <laughs> does a wonder on them, I'll tell you. <laughs> I wonder how the uh, capybaras are doing out there in Lakeland that we reported on about seven years ago. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're going to take a break. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We'll be right back. Shaking your head, man. Oh, he's in there TikTok. Uh, I was just watching the video of them cutting open the snake with oh. the woman inside. Are you kidding me? You found the video? Scary stuff, bro. Oh, you really went to go? You went and actually looked for it and started looking? That that right there is what I would like to have for is those. It the, is it the story I just told you about? 23 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the people who sit there and tell you that, oh, no, we shouldn't. Pythons are natural. They shouldn't be. Not here. No. We'll, we'll take water moccasins for 20, but uh, not pythons. Uh, Bill George will tell you right now. Uh, you know, there's some big fatty uh, water uh, believe moccasins. Believe me, a four-foot water moccasin is, yeah, that's scary enough because they don't run away. No, because they're too big at that point. They're just like, you know. No, nine, they nine don't run away around. because they are that flipping mean. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's true, too. 
There's nobody. What are you talking okay. about? Well, what, what are you doing? Th- at one point, you pointed over that way. No, I pointed because your mic wasn't on. I was trying to help uh, you out over there, buddy. Oh, okay. Well, I can't. I don't have a light. That's I don't what know. I'm saying. I saw it from here. The um, <laughs> but they, the FWC has made it easier for people to get the pythons. Number of years ago, down south, you could always kill them on your private land, no problem. But it used to be where they were at a lot was down in what we call the WMAs or the water conservation areas down south. And during you could legally kill them during hunting season, but then you couldn't kill them if it wasn't during hunting yeah. season. <laughs> Which makes and, no sense. And after a little bit of working with FWC, that rule was changed. And now, now you don't have that. And it, you can go kill them more often down there. But one of the biggest strongholds is down there in the national park and that is not run by fwc and those that is not open to anybody and everybody who sees them and on any on any land except for private you cannot immediately kill them if you're out catching them i thought you no no you kill them like when dustin goes out and you know he goes out and catches them out in the everglades that's because he 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 chooses to keep them alive because when you kill them, now you have to worry about icing them down and everything else. Oh, and that's so, right. Yeah. So he can keep them alive. Yeah, you don't want to spoil the spoilage and everything point. else. Yeah. Yeah. And he also said if you kill them, then uh, the hide like but, slips or something. Yeah. But so if you're hunting them on, you cannot leave and transport that python. You know, alive. You're going to be in trouble for having a live python in the event that you're out there on like our water conservation areas or WMA, a Holy Lands and Rottenburger, you know, wildlife management areas, Corbett, you, you do not want to be caught transporting a live python. No, that is They it's, cannot tell the difference between you caught it and you're about to release it. Yeah, because uh, they're not requiring microchips. Are they doing that for for uh, invasive species lot, now? They have a lot more restrictions with microchips and all that boy, now. And boy, that was that last FWC meeting that we called in for the regulations <laughs> and all that. I know them, the lizard people, and all that. They were hot on that deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? If you're going to keep an invasive species like that, that uh, potentially, as Bill George pointed out, to to be released in the wild, then you know what? What's the reason behind that you don't want a microchip so it doesn't come back on well, you? Is but that, is that and, the only reason? And I'll say this. They're to not the, afraid of the microchip. Yeah, That's I'll, not their problem. Yeah, I'll say this to the people on there that I listen to with the, you know, with the whole thing. It's just like the people that I've listened to from the agricultural side with the, the mama pigs not being allowed to be put in a farin crate. Well, the reason that that happened is because of lack of education and no, I'll be no no nuts. no no it came because there was people who don't want to see mama pig crated up you know no there's like i said lack of, lack of education they don't know why that crate is there and they don't know there's why a constitutional amendment and all our constitutional amendments are great there was a, <laughs> oh well and it was a that and then Stupidest you had one side ever. you had one yeah. side which i won't mention any names that has a ton of money and puts out like i said the right optics for people to, oh, you know, this is why they do it. It's so, you know, It's torture. And no, it keeps mama from laying on top of a little and baby. Eating them. Yeah, from flopping them down and, and oh, killing and half them. of them. And, and, and then from eating them in some instances, yeah. Uh, listen, before we get out of here and get too crazy, I did want to mention 
the Panfish Challenge again is coming up on June nineteenth this year. It's going to be that's a good segue. It's going to be a good time had by well, you know, mamas and kids. Sure, why not? <laughs> I thought it was the flopping up there, but uh, or it could be flopping fish on the dock. That'd be <laughs> fine. Flopping fish. Uh, the Panfish Challenge. If you want more information, I know uh, last time we talked to Jim, the cabins have been sold out, but. You can put your name on a list in case somebody drops out and uh, can't make it or something Campsites like that. and all that stuff are still there, right? Yeah, you can bring an RV, a uh, camper, uh, any of that kind of stuff. If you want to go primitive uh, with the kids, you can do that as well. Um, you can do all that kind of good stuff. The pontoon boats are also sold out completely. I don't know about the John boats yet. Uh, you might want to give them a call or go to the website and check it out. And you can bring your own. It's $25 per boat. Uh, $25 the day, I mean, $35 the day of the event. So it, you save a couple bucks if you get there. Food will be there. Food will be there. We'll all be there. It's going to be good. It's going to have a great time had by all, as we always do. And if you want more information, you can always go in and make sure that you go to panfishchallenge.com. That's panfishchallenge.com. Uh, and, uh, Get your name in the hat, get more information, rules, all that kind of stuff that you, that we uh, – I think they had to make some changes to the rules this year. So um, make sure you go over those quite carefully so that you don't get eliminated or, you know, tossed out over some thing that you did not think you knew. Make sure you read the rules. Also, I uh, talked to Glenn this past week. 50-50 tickets are available now. If you want to get in on that, you can do that. I don't know if they're going to do it via the phone. I have to talk to Kelly this week and find out if she's going to maybe be able to do something online. I'm going to try and get up there also and see about picking some up so that if there's somebody that we want to turn around wants to do that, we'll we'll see about do, having those available. Yeah, and if anybody wants to help out, either become a sponsor, you know, you can always go through the website and uh, volunteer to become a sponsor as well. Or if you uh, live by there or you up there all the time, Grab a handful of those 50-50 tickets and uh, go out and sell them and do all that kind of good stuff and help us out and do all that kind of thing. It's all good. If you go to, again, panfishchallenge.com, it's pretty easy to get to, panfishchallenge.com, and it'll have all the information. And as of now, uh, Kelly's been just an angel when it comes to updating the flyer every single week with uh, the new sponsors and the cash payouts and all that stuff. And we're up to paying out to uh, fifth place. If you did not know that, first place is five hundred dollars, second place is three hundred, third place two hundred, fourth place a uh, hundred, fifth place is fifty bucks. Heaviest bluegill is a hundred, and heaviest shellcracker is a hundred. And uh, all the proceeds, of course, go to Everyday Blessings, the FFA, and the Lake Panasofsky Elementary and, School up there. So, and these are panfish. This isn't this isn't some monster. This ain't bass. This ain't. No, yeah. no. I mean, you go up there with a cane pole and a, and a bucket of worms or a can of worms, and you can win this darn a thing. A person in a leaky old John boat has just as much chance as somebody in a big bass boat with matching shirts. Yeah, and I would like to say, you know, <laughs> we, you know, Dynasty Rods is going to be donating another rod this year, and Chandler Electric helped out, and uh, Lee Newsom Farms in it again this year. The Jim and Dale Ann Edwards, uh, Culligan Water, Trinity Sportsman's. Uh, Ministries is going to be helping out this year. Southern Fusion and Fab, Coastal Angler, uh, Sumter County Chamber of Commerce, Uncle John's Pride, they're going to be in it again this year. Uh, Miller's is in this year. Uh, we also have our good friends over at J.W. Fleming and the Riverview uh, Apothecaries. And one of the biggest ones 
I hate to say we lost him last week. I didn't mention him on the show last oh, week. Oh, man, dude. But uh, Catfish Johnny's Restaurant, <laughs> a place that Bill George's wife absolutely demands that he stop into. Corn fritters. To pick up corn fritters. No, if he's anywhere within a 20-mile radius of the place, he must stop in and pick up at least a dozen. Uh, no, cat- th- I'm, I'm, I'm now banned from a dozen. She only wants like three because oh. she eats a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pringles potato chips. But uh, Catfish Johnny's restaurant right there at Lake Panasofsky. Sad to say that uh, Catfish, Catfish Johnny, Johnny passed away last week. Um, I don't know much of the details. Glenn uh, texted me and, and let me know that uh, Catfish had passed away. And uh, I know he had some health issues. And, of course, he was up there in years as well. So, uh, you know, one hand washes the other, I guess. But uh, always a great guy who, uh, despite his age and his inabilities to uh, walk for long distances, would always come out to the Panfish Challenge and hang out for at least an hour or so, shake hands, kiss babies, and uh, see how everything was going, and then invite everybody. I don't care who you were that was standing there. Invite everybody back up to the restaurant after the thing was over. And stories. And uh, oh yeah, he's got a dear lord, a billion stories. I, I tell you, he was he was you know in the music industry. Yeah, that's what a, I'm saying. Quite a few times, and it's just amazing to me some of the pictures and the memorabilia he had. If you go into some of the back room area and that, just just it's just amazing. Well, and the thing is, is I, I grew up on old school country, and I knew a lot of the artists, of course, with all my years at uh, QYK and. Uh, so I'd go back there and I'd see him with all these people and I'm like, dude, you got to sing with Johnny Paycheck, you got to sing with the, you know, the Bellamy's, you got to sing. I mean, just going through the whole thing, you know, that uh, Johnny Cash was like Bill George. If he was within a 20 mile radius of Catfish Johnny's, he they was would, there. They would tour the tour bus and go, go, hey, hey, where are we? Uh, we're right here, uh, coming up on uh, Sumter County. We got to pull into Catfish Johnny's, boys. <laughs> so. I mean, he knew a million of them. He's going to be missed by a lot of people, not just people who live within the Lake Panasofsky area, but all those people who've eaten there over we're, the years. We're losing those treasure troves, folks. Yeah, but the restaurant is still there, and it will continue on, uh, but he'll be greatly missed, I will say that. So if you get a chance, swing in there, tip your hat to old Catfish Johnny and pick up a couple of them corn fritters and take them home to your family. They're and everything delicious. else on the menu is good, too. It is. It but, is really good. All right, listen, taking a break. Who would have thought bagpipes in a rock song? Uh, guys from Australia. <laughs> We're going to take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors. We'll be back. track of things since we're all talking about tagging stuff. Dennis! Dennis Pulaski on the phone this morning. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? How are you all? 
I don't know, but your cell is breaking up, so stop stop yeah. doing jumping jacks. Stop it. Stop I don't it. know what I'm doing. Maybe I'm standing underneath the tree or something here. Well, yeah. Dennis, of course, with Trinity Sportsman's Ministries. Uh, again, thank you for your sponsorship again for the uh, Panfish Challenge this year. And, Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate that and look forward to seeing you guys and 9,000 kids up there. And uh, your thing going on next weekend that I forgot completely about and knew nothing about until Bill George reminded me today, thank God. <laughs> he can't remember to put on the shoes in the morning. That's why he's got flip-flops. Because uh, I would have found out either on Wednesday or Thursday when <laughs> Bill George or Jonathan called me and said, hey, when you show up out at the shoot, are you going to be bringing Bob? I'd be, I'd be going, what shoot? What are you talking about? <laughs> and he'd be like, this weekend, we're out Squirrel. there Trinity. It's Dennis, like, we've talked about it right. week after no, week. No, this is the first time we've ever mentioned it. Jeez. I called probably a month ago, but no. it, you know, I get busy, you know, turkey season and all that stuff, and then Plus I've the nine, been working a whoa, lot, too. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now. The 9,000 other thing. things you got to do. I mean, you guys were out at G5 last weekend. Uh, that's yep, right. You got all that stuff messing around. So uh, I know you guys have been really busy, and uh, it's easy to forget things. So you can, uh, you can, you know, you can understand my plight. Who is this again? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm messing with you, Dennis. Go ahead, man. Well, we do have our clay shoot next weekend. No way! Is that this weekend? To, uh, to sign up, and uh, we're we're pretty much. Uh, I mean, if they want to sponsor, that'd be great too. But uh, we don't have a capabilities of getting uh, banners and stuff like that made up in this short short time frame. But we would love to have them just come out and just check check us out, see what we're about, see what we're uh, involved in with. Uh, with the different uh, aspects of, uh, you know, locally, nationally, and internationally now with, with Trinity Sportsmen. So it's not just a uh, archery uh, where we share Christ through the sport of archery and, and take them hunting and that type of thing, but we also do a lot of other things that, that, uh, that uh, you know, really hopefully make an impact for the community and, and for the world, actually. That's right, because a little bit goes a long way. Uh, but now, uh, when, when is your shoot coming up? So it, the actual uh, clay shoot is May 1st. It's over at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Uh, we Registration is at 8 a.m., and we'll get started right around 9. That's uh-huh. uh, when the, uh, the shotgun's start, no pun intended. And then uh, we get everybody back in, buy the raffle tickets. And uh, we got some uh, two kayaks this year, a couple uh, firearms, and fishing pole, and some Yeti coolers, that type of thing, and some uh, lawn equipment from Grass Pro Shops. You know, so it's um, you know, we got a lot of good big items uh, for people to to to, to get uh, their tickets on. So it's uh, it's gonna be a good time. You know, this will be, I think, the first year that Glenn is not gonna be out with us. He was was he out last time? No, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, and um, I, I'm just like every time he's not there, then it ups my chances of actually winning something in the it, raffle. So it, I'm always good about that. It, uh... <laughs> but. Now let me ask you this: You guys are going to be out there. You're going to uh, all your teams are not filled up. How many slots? I mean, what do you what are you looking for out there? Well, right now we're right around 38 teams. Uh, we can go, you know, we can blow out Fishhawks doors. I, I mean, that's a good problem to have. So sure. we're we're not restricted on on because uh, we are outside and we can do our own social distancing and all that good stuff. So we're. Uh, we're good to go. It, yeah. It, it, we won't have Bill George with us this year, so I don't know if we'll set the land speed record for yeah. how fast we shot last year. <laughs> we Last year we got done, and we ran from station to station clicking and shooting. So, 
which I think. Well, you guys start late than, than yeah. everybody else because you finish up the show and everything. Yeah. So I, I understand we, where you're coming I, from. I, I remember my butt hitting the seat of the golf cart at like ten thirty, what, like ten thirty, and I think by like eleven fifteen we were back at. Uh, <laughs> we're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we did good. You know, a lot of people were wrapping up, and so we didn't have. The, the long waits at each station that some other people no say it, just say it like it was when we pulled up there you got out of the cart and we're like hey are you guys just starting yep, yep. okay we're going to the next one yep we, <laughs> we kind of jumped around a little bit but uh you know this 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 time will will mark a a landmark thing carlos will not lose to me for the first time he'll oh, be able Lord. to actually say that he did not lose to me this year because I I'm going to be in PA for the opening weekend uh, turkey season up there. But well, uh, now who's filling in for you? Is Mike coming in? Mike's coming in. Does he shoot or is he oh, going to yeah, stay or shoots. is he going to not shoot? He's or, a shooter. He's are a you shooter? sure? And I don't care. So it's don't don't look at yeah. me. <laughs> well, I actually I mean this year I actually get to shoot if I stay. So I yeah. get to, I get to, uh, I get to actually hang out and shoot this year. I don't get to run and well, go. you might you said you might have the youngins. So you know what? I might need to step down and you might need to let one of the youngins step in. Yeah, that means I got to clean the twenty gauge. Pass that torch. Yep. That means I got to clean. I will take one for the team, Braden. Sure you will. Uh, But uh, just make sure you reserve a very high governed uh, gas powered (laughs) cart for us. So as soon as we get off, I'm driving. So when we get off, uh, you know, we can uh, do a smoky burnout and see if we can't do the entire course in like what are we shooting for? Twenty minutes. Buzz and see what he says about that. Twenty twenty minutes. No, thank you. Uh uh. What? Where One year he did have that uh, electric cart out that from Chief High. Oh, that thing and let was me awesome. That thing, it Ooh. hauled butt. It was that four wheel drive, all wheel drive thing. I, uh, Man, that the, thing screamed. Uh, that, 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 them hint people are two people that I love very dearly, and I am not making that. Bad. <laughs> so Why don't you ask him, Dennis? You go right ahead. <laughs> ask him, Dennis, if it's okay if we just use Jonathan's truck to run the course, and then we'll, we'll get it done in about twenty oh, minutes. Lord. I think they'd probably frown on that. Well, we, yeah. we just won't put it in four-wheel drive. It'll be okay. You don't have to. <laughs> it's very well, well manicured that's out there. That's what I'm saying. Well, then everybody is. also want to bring their four-wheel drive trucks, and, yeah. just, you know, and then it's a mess. Yeah, well, Dennis, I, I'm sorry I'm going to be missing it this this year. No, he's not. He's well, going turkey hunting. I think you just sent me some pictures of some uh, some birds on the ground. Oh, I, I will send you some pictures, you know. You're going to be sitting there going, I wish I was turkey hunting. I wish I was turkey hunting. No, no. How not. did you do this uh, year? Uh, personally, yeah. Uh, I didn't really hunt. I have uh, access to some property over in Polk County, and uh, I hunted with my son uh, Nathan. We had some encounters, but I couldn't close the deal. Same with uh, Noah. I did some calling. I actually I did call one in for him, and then he's out there this morning, and uh, he's got his eye on a big one right now. It's that he's trying to close the gap on. Uh, left your butt behind. Yeah, so well, you I'm have, working and he's out hunting. If you have access to these properties and you don't have time to hunt them, you need to just let me know. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we'd hate it's, for him to one, get over. You know the you know the deal. Once you get get a hold of something uh, that the good Lord bless you with, and you can't just invite somebody, everybody out. Oh, there I know. And, oh, yeah, kind of like you won't let us use the truck because then everybody else will want to use the truck. I got yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. Bill, but, Bill's offering guide services yeah. is what he's trying to say. Yeah, so next weekend, yeah, Trinity yeah. Sportsman's uh, sports uh, Sporting Clay shoot out of Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Uh, if you want to go, get yourself a team together. If you don't uh, have a team and maybe just a couple of you want to go, uh, maybe they can have find the, another couple the, of guys and, and you guys get out there and shoot together the, and 
make some new friends. And who knows, the turkeys will probably be walking around out there laughing at you for the. <laughs> well, I know the doves will. They'll be out there. They probably would be. They're if they want, there. if they're interested, uh, go to trinitysportsmanministry.com uh-huh. or. Uh, and they, the, my cell phone number's on there. They can call me directly from there and uh, email also from that website. And then um, we'll get them signed up. That sounds awesome. So, uh, All right. So it's happening this Saturday. This, this Saturday. Saturday, May 1st. Okay. 1st of May. Just yeah. I'll, I'm just making a mental note of it so that I make sure I call Ray Ray if, tomorrow. If he says it three or four times in a row, it has a chance of taking root. That's right. So it's this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming Saturday. (laughs) Dennis, we look forward to seeing you guys out there, man. It's always a good time. That's for sure, man. Coffee and donuts in the morning. Get you geared up. Get you all hyper. Get out there and go and have a great day of shooting sporting clays. A nice lunch afterwards. Great prizes. And the money, of course, goes to a great cause. It's, It's always a good time. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I will. Let's see you. Bye. 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 You know, I really like that guy. I just wish I could remember when his Sporting Clays event's coming up. I tell you. Is it next Saturday? I, I, I think we're going to have to tattoo it <laughs> on your first oh, digit. I don't, <laughs> Lord, help me. I don't need this in my life. It's <laughs> all right. I'm just glad that me and Diego found out today. That's good. We've talked about this. I, you know I've what? gone from herding cows to herding cats. We've talked about a lot of things. I uh, wasn't here I realize a number of Saturdays to remind you. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? It doesn't really matter because you don't remember stuff either. Oh, Lord, here we go. I don't think there's a day I've me- not remembered that. Diego, were you here when I mentioned to Bill George that we could use some hooks there at uh, G5 that our gator hooks are getting extremely dangerously low you and tell, all that kind of stuff? And he's like, yeah, all he has to do is put in his order. That's what I have to do. Oh my gosh! You know, it used to be, and now that George is retired officially, he uh, is. congratulations, right. George. Congratulations, that a boy, George. He's going to be out there doing his thing. I guess we'll be seeing him a lot more because he'll be doing all the dirty work. Well, I know he was looking at, you know, electric he goes cars. from one job to the other job. <laughs> He'll be out there doing all the dirty work. George will be dragging in there about six forty-five. Hey, got your stuff here. Just want to drop yep. it off for you. I still need them big old number 12 hooks, man. I need some big old hooks, man. Well, them trappers are in there bugging me all the time. Where are your J hooks? Where are your big J hooks? I need some J hooks. I need big J hooks. Because they can't use trebles. They got to use the yes, big J hooks. Yeah, can. but, but uh, you know, when you're hooking a big giant chunk of meat, you know, pfft, they want a J hook in there. They want them big old square bottom J hooks, man. For them big alligators, you got to get them in there and get it in the gullet. What? what are you looking at me like oh, that for? Oh, Troy Landry style. That's exactly right. Hang your chicken up. You. Yeah, okay. Are you sure you hear me? Do you need we to say d- it three we'll or four t- times? We'll talk to Dylan and see if oh, he's sure. ready for yeah, time. That's right. That's what you're going to do. Just pawn it off on that poor kid. <clears throat> Congratulations to him, too. He just had his baby girl this past Did week. Did he? Yeah. Had another one, man. That boy won't leave that wife of his alone. I'm like, dude, you got to get a hobby. You, you know what causes that, right? You got to stop that. You're staying at home too long, man. <laughs> Are you bored? I'm bored. Yeah, me too. Just give them a pair of scissors. That oh, seems pretty God. drastic, my friend. <laughs> thanks, Diego. Oh, appreciate Lord. it. Thank you, Bill George, for showing up. Thank you, Jonathan, for being here. And thanks be for breakfast. Safe. It was awesome. Have a great weekend, you guys. If you get on the water, please be safe out there. It's going to be windy, small craft advisory all day today. Have a great weekend. See you next Saturday.